In the year 2525, if man is still alive, if woman can survive, they may find. Welcome to the Lost and Own Podcast. My name is Scott. I'm Jeremiah. And we're back. That's right, baby. So back. So back, baby. Come on, girl. <laughs> oh, back, girl. Back it up. Back, back, back in black. Back it back it up in black. Black it in black. Hi. How are you doing, Scott? Good, good, good. Um, well, this is the Lost Home Podcast. We're here to bring you the stories that fell through the cracks. <laughs> through the black cracks. Black uh, black. I'm actually glad to be back here because last week when I left, um, about three days later, I went through a hell week of work and then got really sick and actually recuperated over the weekend and feeling 100% now. Wow. So, so that answers my question how your 4th of July went. Yeah, shitty. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It, well, it started out uh, it, a little, I, I, I was excited. Uh, and I, I actually had a great one. So I made it up, made up for it um, for both of us. So I had cool. a spectacular. Fourth of July, actually a great week last week. Nice. So I just want to let you know that. Rub it in, um, rub it and, in, uh, rub it in harder. But I do have to say, on the home front side of things in Montpelier, it was a little disappointing. On the third, we do our fourth celebration. Were you as down you know, there, Scott? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. Well, I went down there to see the uh, parade and fireworks. Did you watch the fireworks at six p.m.? <laughs> <laughs> I I heard them and looked up and squinted and could kind of I could hear them. Yeah. I posted pictures of that on my Facebook account. You know the funny? Um, they... You posted the pictures and you didn't say like this is definitely fireworks or something. And I had to like blow it up and squint. And, squint, yeah. and I was like, oh, that's right. That's over top of the, the church and he, or whatever. You took all that time to do that, but you didn't even like my post. No, I didn't. No, no. You're, because, you're cause, dick. Because you're a dick. Well, it was it was ugly. I don't want to fucking like that thing. Exactly. Yeah, Next thing you know, fa- Facebook's going to be like, oh, you like shitty pictures? Oh, and I'm surprised. Gonna, it had like 10 likes and like 30 comments. Uh, no, uh, actually, I'm surprised they didn't like it. I, I guess I, I was just zipping through things. Well, no, I'm and, surprised people were com- oh, like, get the comments because oh, everyone yeah. was like, oh, my God, this is sad as hell. You can't even see those fireworks. It's 6 p.m. It's sunny out. Well, I think that's probably why people liked it. It was you were making fun of the. I totally was. The, yeah. I also uh, what the fuck am I gonna do with this? From the same spot I did that, I set up my GoPro and I actually shot uh, ten minutes or so of that shitty fireworks display that I'm playing with on my computer right now. Oh, um, I want to see if I can turn it into something good. I, I feel like there's some I think comic you could, gold you could there. Run, yeah, like Montpelier's best fireworks show ever. Yeah, oh my Tune god. Tune in this evening to see sparkles in the air you can barely see at six p.m. Yeah. when the sun is out. That don't look directly <laughs> into fireworks because the sun's behind them. Yeah, the, the, the you will go blind. The, the out of staters that own their third house in the in the state in Montpelier need a seven o'clock curfew for sound. So we're only allowed to do right. Yeah, they don't want to um, hear the explosions. But yeah, the, uh, you know that's nice that's catching still. up with you. Um, yeah. Before we get rolling in the show, I think we should take a moment to uh, talk about our sponsor. Mm-hmm. Uh, we won't waste your time. It's Audible dot com. They are happy to sponsor our show, and we're happy to have them do it. Uh, if you go to audibletrial.com dot com slash lost. You get a free month of Audible service on your iPhone, Android, or other smart device, and you get one free audio download of a book of your choice. Yeah. Any book you want. Worth it. Last week, we talked about The Strain and The Leftovers being two good choices since Mm -hmm. they are both current and upcoming shows on major networks. Uh, This week, we're going to dip into uh, something a little less... Noteworthy, I guess. We're going to do a little Paula Deen. Yeah, we won't. She has a book on Audible. And uh, mid-show, look for a uh, dramatic reading of Paula Deen's 
It Ain't All About the Cooking. Yep. A memoir. I like it. So, all right, Jerry, you uh, you want to lead out the show with a new TV show idea? Well, yeah, let me just start by saying I had this dream last night, and usually, you know, I, I think, like, oh, my God, that's such a, you know, you're kind of fuzzy in the head, and you're and when you wake up from a dream, you're like, that's going to be the greatest idea ever, and you wake up laughing, and the next morning, like, that was dumb. You know what I think is funny when you say that? Is that anytime someone starts talking to me about their dreams, I realize every time that I've ever told someone about one of my dreams, exactly what it feels like to be on the other end of that oh, canon. I, 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 that's usually why I don't bother. Exactly. Because like, like, yeah, or when I do, you, I, I you just make fun it of it. You find it interesting, but the other person is just like, oh my fucking god, oh, because shut you, the fuck because up. Because it's never, it's never it's, anything interesting because you were there like in your head and you're like, yeah. oh my god, and it was like my school, but it wasn't my school. And yeah. it, was, it was always this, but not this. It's like this. telling a story about a vacation you took that wasn't that interesting. And you're just talking about the most mundane detail. Yeah. But because you saw it in your head and it wasn't real, it seems amazing. Yeah. It's like, yeah. And then you're also mixing up details. And it's this, but not this. And it's this, but not exactly. this. Exactly. Something like a valley girl from but like the something. 90s. Yeah. But, uh, but in this case, the the dream started out as weird. And I woke up and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. But I ended up taking the concept and turning it into something a little different. The dream, uh, in short, started as oh, this uh, better be a short. TV show. <laughs> And the reason I'll bring it up is because it's a little related to one of our uh, sort of one of our last guests, but uh, in in terms of Kevin Smith's network, uh, it had. Um, uh, 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 I'm Chang- counting. I'm yeah. counting the us. I'm up Ming. to twelve. Ed <laughs> <laughs> Ming from the uh, from uh, Comic Book Man. Anyway, oh, okay. It, 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 it was him in a reality show with Howard Stern in like this dystopian or dystopian uh, version parallel universe uh, of New York. Or something like that. And so I woke up and I was like, oh, wouldn't it be cool if something was a little different about that? So I thought about real world dystopia where they take uh, – I wouldn't want it to be that. But I I would want to take like a group of people and create like – cut them off from actual real life and anything whatsoever. You never saw that show? Real world dystopia? No, that was a show already. Cutting people off from real life? Yeah, they actually did a show where they put people in a, and like well, a cordoned off area, gave them nothing, but then peppered the area with like hammers and oh no no bags no yeah this stuff. this is different than and what they, I'm they I, of, I do know about that one you that's saw that, that one. well yeah because that one was um like uh, survival um like that was supposed to be like post apocalyptic survival so, yeah. survival yeah this is actually creating um a whole atmosphere around them that's almost exactly like wherever they like are used to being New York or something like that and essentially quarantining them from actual information that's happening because and part of the reason I thought about this is some of the stuff I was reading last night and we'll go into some of it actually a little bit later um it made me realize how ridiculous some of the media shit is out there and pretty much what you do is you pepper them with actual you know pre uh pre-recorded information that's news quote unquote and you pepper pepper in certain details that are actually true like actual news events and some mm-hmm. stuff that's absolutely uh, made up and whatever. And then at the end of the show, pretty much you figure out, like you, you get the people to actually kind of figure out what was actually like existed, like what actually happened in the real world versus what was totally made up by these people. Oh, so kind of, so it's disinformation. Yeah. Yes. You're yeah. It's taking, you can even call the show disinformation. disinformation. Yeah. Cause you've got to cut the people off. They know, you know, no smartphones, nothing like that, but you give them, cause it would be interesting to see what people thought was complete bullshit. That's actually out there in the media when they don't actually have the media bias, uh, 
telling them that it is definitely fact or something I like, like that. that. I like so that. you can take like some ridiculous Fox News thing or MSNBC thing, some of that real ridiculous fucking stuff, or some of the stories we have actually. Yeah. And you give them like that kind of stuff and let them kind of determine whether or not it's real or, or or one of the things they actually made up. That way you could also be kind of you could actually get writers into a reality show too by allowing them to write some of this material. So that came out of a Howard Stern slash. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> so. No, it's interesting. My like, dream itself was like I actually had some of this stuff, and it was like like one of those post-apocalyptic dystopian uh, things. But I was thinking more of like a complete parallel to like New York City or something like that, something a little smaller because that had to be more like a small town. But then you know, kind of real world style because you'd also get these dynamics with the individuals, and they'd have fights and shit like that. And and, uh, and then somehow you figure out how to boot you know, off the show. Uh, as much as I hate reality television, I gotta say I really like fucking with people, and I love social experiments. So that, I that's I, I really don't get why I don't watch more reality TV because a lot of it is that. I guess it's because I'm smart enough to like read about these things, and I see that a lot of it is scripted. Mm-hmm. And no matter how real you think it is, it, the, the amount of scripted material out there basically negates any ability for you to suddenly sit back and be like. This is really happening. I'm watching real reactions. Yes. You probably aren't anymore, and that's the saddest part, is because they've sensationalized this genre so hard. Reality TV could be like 1985 or 6's Running Man, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's reality TV. Like, that's prisoners fighting to the death for the freedom of war. Real, like actual like, reality. that's real. Yeah. There's no script. Well, even in that show, they had scripting though. They yep. think the the announcer guy came out at one point. It's like, no, no, no. This is going wrong. This isn't how it's supposed to be. Yeah, or even if the individuals don't know that something's scripted, they plant certain things <clears throat> in there for like to to they change it. Yeah, specific reactions. Like, this guy's you know? winning, and he shouldn't be. Let's throw yeah. flamethrowers at him. And yep. yeah, it, it is all manipulated. Hunger it, Games. They try. You know, they were they were doing the same kind of thing. Like, oh, we actually want to point them toward each other. You know, like yeah. create some reaction from the from the uh, audience. So. That was uh, that that was my that was my dream, and it, but it was like a it was like New York, but it wasn't, and yeah. like it was like Howard Stern, but it wasn't, and it was like comic book, but it wasn't, but you it know? wasn't, but it was awesome. <laughs> you should have been there. Oh, I I try to get in your head all the chances I can get. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. Well, what I bring to the table this week for discussion is uh something I learned about last week from a friend of mine. Uh, Wes, who lives in Montpelier, works at uh, Three Penny. Actually, he uh, oh, yeah. posted on Facebook Wes. a random little thing saying, "My God, you know what the hell? I can't believe this exists." And I had to read more, and I learned about a new thing called coal rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, or um, actually, it's it's two different ways I've seen online: uh, rolling coal, rolling coal, coal yep. rolling. Yeah, uh, rolling coal appears to be the more popular term. Yeah, and I, I no, think it's because like oh, I'm going out and rolling coal. Exactly, and I had no idea Sounds what this was, but aggressive. Apparently, um, with an annoyance, liberals, Obama, and the EPA all trying to correct the environmental disasters that have been happening for the last <laughs> fifty years. Pussies. Uh, yeah, the the there's a big movement, and this is mainly down the eastern seaboard towards the south and the south itself. Um, they're doing what is called Prius repellent. Mm-hmm. They are putting smokestacks, uh, one, two, three, and up to four on pickup trucks yep. and other and diesel sometimes vehicles. It's, and sometimes it's just straight out of the exhaust from what I've seen. Too. Yeah, I've seen too. Um, it's basically changing the engine's intake for fuel to produce black billowous smoking mm-hmm. clouds and to put smokestacks or long exhaust pipes so it bellows out in these belching black f- 
fuming clouds. It's like pure black. Yeah. It I mean, is disgusting. And um, they actually consider themselves to be anti-environmentalists. Have you ever heard <sighs> such a horrible term since the KKK? Like, that's just, I mean, first of all, you're just, it's not like the environment is, is. For uh, rich is, people yeah, or for liberals. Like, oh, fucking them in their environment. It's like, it We're in a really, dirty the liberals environment. It impacts you, especially, I'm, I'm guessing a lot of these people, I mean, I'm guessing a lot of them from all over the place, but I'm guessing places, you know, that are really uh, impacted by climate change, say like Texas going through some of the worst drought, if not the worst drought in history. And they won't do anything, you know, on the regulate regulatory level because they fuck that shit. We'll just pray. But I'm sure those guys are just like, yeah, fucking the environment. But then they're like, why don't we have water? Yeah. It's like, oh, maybe they're, I don't know, related. No, maybe sure the be, environment actually has something to do with it. The people doing this are literally so small-minded that they look around and be like, I have air. There are trees. Yeah. I shot an otter this morning. There's no lack of them. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to roll my coal. Yeah. And they think it's cool. And I actually talked to uh, the person who posted that Facebook post, Wes, uh, earlier today. And I was like, hey, thanks for pointing that out. Like, I got a lot to say about it. And I'm really glad you uh, you opened my eyes. And he made a couple jokes about it. We had a nice back and forth. But then I brought up to him, like, how are they passing inspection with these vehicles? We have clean air standards for vehicles. Inspectability is based on how clean the exhaust is. If your uh, catalytic converter is broken, your exhaust comes out smelling like spoiled eggs and is dark. Like, do they? Like, they can't pass inspection. What do they get it like unmodified? Is there something you can remove? Well, no. You you know, he said to me, he goes, This is good old boy country where they're doing this in. That the yeah. uh, the garages they go to, they'll slap a sticker on for a case of beer and twenty yeah. bucks. Yeah, and I gotta say, I mean, not that I haven't uh, known garages yeah, we, that have done that. That's been great because I was like, I can't afford to get everything we've fixed. All, we, we They're like, in, your brakes work, you're good. We live in Vermont. We've all yes. had an inspection sticker on our vehicles at one point in time that came at the cost of a case of beer. Yes, everyone. And, and yeah, much better than what it would have cost to actually get the shit. Twelve, that, twelve know. of our listeners in Australia, Denmark, Norway. New Zealand, California. Mm-hmm. This is Vermont. Yes. <laughs> you got you just got your first taste of what Vermont really is. We're a great state. We're very liberal. We're very nice to people. There's the highest education rates, lowest drug rates, lowest crime rates. Uh, honestly, we're kind of a paradise next to Iceland. But when you get down to it, yeah, there's still some redneck in us. <laughs> yeah. You can still buy an inspection sticker for a case of beer if you know the right mechanic. Well... But yeah, um, what was that new that. thing we learned based on this story? Um, I've already forgotten the term. Cause Camber. It was so stupid. Camber. Camber? That's what we're talking about? Yeah. yeah um, based on this story, I was on Twitter trying to figure out more angles for this story to follow. And angles. I didn't really find huh. any good ones. Yeah. But, yeah, angles. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, we discovered Camber. Uh, this came out of Japan. And they call it Oni Camber. Oni means demon. Um, technically, it means small demon. But... Uh, Oni is demon. So demon camber is when you change the fittings for your wheels, the CV joints, the ball joints, everything. So the wheel cocks out, low point out, top point flush with the frame of your vehicle. Yes. And it looks like your car is broken. It looks like, it looks like your suspension's fucked. It, it looks like someone took your car with a crane, lifted it 40 feet, and, and dropped, then just dropped it, it. And all the wheels spread yeah. out. Yeah, impact. It just looks like a fucked up suspension, which I guess it sort of is. I mean, in a way, yeah. I mean they've they've messed with 
certain aspects of it. Now, uh, upon further research, we found that camber is important. Um, cocking your wheels at certain angles, say a NASCAR. Um, well, yeah, I mean, which it, makes it, sense. You don't drive a NASCAR on the road. It makes right. sense to do NASCAR something NASCAR cars are, are cambered because it affects the way. like the traction and things. Because you're only riding on a very thin part of your wheel, the inner part on, and really, yeah, the only the the, the inner short, edge of all thin, yeah. four wheels. Yes. Yeah, which mean I mean, God, you got to rotate your tires pretty. But anyone Regular. out there listening to us right now, if uh, if you want to take a moment while we uh, keep going and just Google image search the word camber, you're going to see a bunch of vehicles that look like they were squished but kept driving. And I just don't get it. There are camber kits online and specialists that can help you do it. And as far as I can tell, it's like a weird Japanese craze that I'm hoping stops there like the uh, the body pillows that are fully shaped and printed like Japanese women mm. you saw those mm-hmm. yeah there's a lot of japanese <laughs> things like tentacle porn you know mm-hmm. a lot of things they do that we, we don't we don't need it we, do, we just don't there's like uh, uh used women's underwear vending machines there are yeah, those are yeah. used panties venting vending yeah. machines to which i'm wondering are they really having women put those panties on and put them in those little eggs like in the 25 cent machines or have has japan secretly figured out the code for a spray that can be mechanically shot on an assembly line at panties that smells just like, you know, fresh vajayjay. Uh, well, I, would, I wouldn't put it... Pa- I mean, they're very savvy and When it comes to robots, people. I mean, I picture there's a robot on the line, he's just like... Yeah, there's, there's more pan- yeah, pussy juice. There's, <laughs> there's, there's, there's just panties going down an assembly line. Girls' panties, like 16-year-olds, because I'm pretty sure they're creepy like that. Yeah. And the robot's just like... Pfft. I think they just they just barely and, passed a law like also, actually outlawing child pornography over there. Just the barely. <laughs> <laughs> I hope like they do a documentary on that. And at one point, when the camera crew goes through, the robot's like, psh, psh, looks at the camera, goes, "It's a living." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as the assembly line clicks through, um, I think that was the last part of the beginning of our show. Um, I think we had something else, but how's our time doing? Oh, we're 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 probably think ready for the yeah, AV club stuff. Move on. Right? Uh, let's move on to AV club. I think so. All right, this week's got a, AV club got one that I'm I'm familiar with and one that I'm not. And uh, which uh, one is it? Uh, well, I, I I haven't read all of the Batman versus Superman. Okay, oh, wait, wait, wait. Talk about. Don't, don't spoil the show. Okay, all right. Batman versus Superman. We've heard rumors. Mm-hmm. We've heard tales. Mm-hmm. We've heard casting rumors. Mm-hmm. We've heard more tales. Mm-hmm. We, I don't know. I'm, I'm done. I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I was uh, hoping that was going to be it. And on to the next part of it. And to the next story. We've heard a lot about Batman and Superman. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, everything we've heard up to this point for the Batman They're gay. versus Batman and Superman are gay. Well, it's a Kevin Smith script, so it could it could have that little twist. Could, um. Yeah, we just not only didn't bury the lead, but threw it out there in your faces without <laughs> explaining it. Um, Batman vs. Superman uh, had had a lot of leaks in the last several weeks. And apparently what we learned this past week is a very high-profile rumor going around the internet and Hollywood, which no one has debunked to this point. Uh, apparently, Kevin Smith may have been brought in, possibly because of his ties to Ben Affleck, being that they're friends and he bought his house. And they're gay. And that. And they're gay. They hey, love know, each other. You know, as we circle the drain of Kevin Smith by getting all of his uh, cohorts on, we might do well not to call him gay on air. 
Oh, well, I, I think he'd be okay with that. I actually respect I mean, his work. Not like, like it. Not generally gay. He's just, I mean, who wouldn't ben, bang Ben Affleck? Jesus Christ. Yeah. I'm with you. I'm with I'll, you. I'll smack that up. Yeah. I'm straight as shit, except for all the dudes that I pound. <laughs> but I just, I no, but I, I mean, I pound them to make sure I still don't like it. It's like the reason I, I do. Oh, I, I, no, I, I get you. I get you. I, I, I'd, I'd fuck that Ben Affleck right in the ass, like, like Jersey Girl Oh, man, I'd make style. him. I'd make him fucking dress up in a superhero costume be, yeah but, but he's got like one of those uh like little latches in the back you know kind of like the yeah. the, the what yeah. you have the onesies yeah, with the button up fucking yeah. they, he can take mm. a dump mm. only instead of taking yeah. a dump i'm pounding Ooh. it Ooh. I'm like oh yeah. yeah oh more like ben asfleck nobody's ever made that joke before and and the, mm. the moment you come uh. armageddon <laughs> armageddon so um, so back to the story. Okay, um, so ties to Ben Affleck. The tie-in is that um, all these rumors going on the internet apparently have surfaced from a potential Kevin Smith script for Batman vs. Superman that he was hired by Warner Brothers Studios to produce and is not the actual script for the movie, but was made to throw the hounds off the scent, to have the internet basically follow his breadcrumbs away from the real story. Mm-hmm. And if that's true... It's kind of genius, except for the fact that this movie doesn't come out for, like, another year. And if this is already being debunked now and revealed as a giant, you know, media hoax to throw us off the scent, do we now not believe everything we heard already? And going forward, should we start believing everything we're about to hear? That's my question. Hmm, boy, that's kind of like, it's not quite philosophical, but it's deep. It is deep. Because like, you got to well, think of, it's like, wait, but now that you know that I think I know this, will I now think that you're thinking that maybe I should think this and that? And then and you yeah, just get confused. And, and once they start realizing that we're going to start believing the new rumors coming out, knowing they're not part of the Ben Affleck, Kevin Smith script, maybe they'll throw disinformation out saying, no, that was part of it. That was an early rewrite. And just more disinformation. Like, I kind of like it. I kind of love the idea of a disinformation machine working against the public. In a day and age of spoilers, I was gonna say maybe that's it, the it new. Might, maybe it's a new model. Like it in, might be and the all best these big new ones. It. Like it's the only way to do it is just toss out so much shit, so much disinformation that everybody just gets confused about what they are and aren't supposed to believe that they can't believe anything or believe everything. You know, if that therefore, becomes, if that becomes a new business model, I commend them and I appreciate the fact that we now found a new way for college dropouts to get work in Hollywood. Yeah. So, uh, while you're smoking that bong tonight, just tweet a bunch about how Batman sucks off Aquaman. Yeah, just make some shit up. Yeah, but do it for the official, like, DC Oh, shit, page. he made it up and he got it right. God yeah. damn it. Wouldn't it be amazing if, like, someone doing disinformation for them actually got, like, plot yeah. points right? And they're like, dude, you're fired. Yeah. But I just, I was just doing a set. I was making yeah. up stuff. Dude, you, like, nailed the entire movie. <laughs> you, like, just, pl- you blurted out the entire plot in an but, hour yeah. flat. Which also makes us feel bad, because you got it right, and you were trying to make up shitty shit, and you're a stoner idiot. Yeah, and, exactly. And we took six years and spent $40 million on this script. Yeah. And, uh. And we paid you in, like, Cheetos. And yeah. <laughs> God damn it. Actually, you're fired from this job, but we want would sign you on for like a six movie deal now. Write some new shit. Here's some Cheetos. All right, Jerry, we have one more AV Club thing. Um, oh yes, this could is... you uh, could you pull up in your computer um, the guy who did this video because I'm stuck on a screen that shows the actual video that's queued up to play. Um, what we're gonna play for you is a man who decided to write his own song with a friend. The song is called Perfect. 
He did 29 different voices in one three-minute song. And every voice is unique and creative enough to be astounding on their own as a, like, stand-up comedian or just impersonator. Yeah, just like a celebrity But the fact that he sings these all and did it to an original track. He didn't redo, like, a song from Frozen or something. He, He did this originally. Um, Jared, do you have some info for us? I, I don't. I just don't have it on my screen. Uh, I don't really have a whole lot of information other than his name, Rob Cantor. Rob Cantor and his accompanist uh, Andrew Horowitz, who was actually uh, he he's, he's in the, the video. Piano. He's yeah. playing the piano. He's in the video. He does a little bit of uh, backup for that as well. Um, but they don't really say a whole lot more about him. I was actually no, they to, didn't. Uh, I went through and I saw that too. There was very little on this man. Apparently, he's yeah. just very talented, and this may be his first stab at. Plus I will. I, I, I'm going to look into him a little bit more. Uh, yeah. that's for sure. But so going, I, I'm actually curious also because I, I watched the video when listening to it, and I'm curious now to, and our listeners are only going to get this until you watch the video, unless you've already seen it. Uh, listening to it without seeing anything because. I, it's gonna be I, even better, I think, honestly, because then I'm not even gonna get. I've never, I didn't experience it without the visuals, so I know this one guy's doing it. I'd like to actually just listen straight up to it, and and I like the way you're yeah. looking at that because yeah, when you watch him do it, he's very expressive. Yeah, and you when know it, it's it's one guy until you're like, oh okay, and and also maybe some of them I wouldn't necessarily get without the little subtitle at the bottom, um, but I think they're pretty good. We're going out on this song, right? Yeah, we're, we're gonna play the whole thing, which is gonna be all right. So definitely fun. tune into the end of the show, and, and he even plays a trumpet. The, the trumpet at the very end is just him too. The trumpet is just <laughs> his mouth, and so yeah. is Flipper. Yeah, at the yeah, very yeah, end. Flipper. Yeah. Okay, so right, we're gonna play we're a gonna small portion a of it, and uh, let us know what you think on Twitter. Uh, hit us up at the Lost at Home on Twitter. The Lost at Home. Uh, we'd like to hear people's opinions. So, uh, here we go. If you took a boat to the middle of sea And spent all my money seeking treasures for me That was yeah. in the middle of a Jeff Goldblum at the end, which actually might have been his weakest one out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, I think I would have had to actually know that or see that. If you watch, the, so if you watch the video, which we will, I'm guessing we're going to post on, on, our, YouTube on page. our YouTube page. Um, you'll be you'll be able to see like they they put the name at the bottom, but I I bet I'm guessing 90 percent of them you'll be able to get without actually even uh, right. So so listen to the end of the show, listen to the whole thing first. Guess the audio and see how many you can get right, and maybe write them down, and then check check it out on yeah. the on the YouTube video and and see what they actually are. I and mean, you could probably hear hear Adam Sandler in there, and you know the the female voices, like the fact that a dude did those separate female voices. Oh, I can, there's more. I can are you do share and a couple other. people? I can do like two female voices, like total. And he's let's got hear like, him. He's let's like, hear. Hi, God. This is me as a female. All right, that's your drunk. Drunk college girl. Yeah. Okay. Cool. What's and your second one? This is my like uh, sophisticated, uh, like sophisticated woman. Oh my god! I can't believe how sophisticated I am. I like went to college and like awesome. got a degree so and have money. So you have undergrad and college grad. Yes. Awesome. Good. I like that. 
All right. Um, uh, before we move on with the show, we have to do another shout out to our uh, sponsor. Yeah. Um, see, I can't do any like great other uh, female voices like, I don't know, say Paula Dean. I know. And um, to any of our listeners, um, I have retired. Well, you know, I never really retired. I just stopped doing it. I think um, you were asked to stop doing it. I think it. you asked me to stop doing uh, yeah, it. Yeah, I think I think between uh, the and my uh, wife. Uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> at, at that hashtag so I, I, I do a I do a I do very few impressions. And to any of our new listeners, if you go back to maybe episode five and before, mm-hmm. I think I tried twice to do Paula Dean. Yeah, the early days. And I mean it it sounds like Paula Dean meets Cookie Monster. Mm-hmm. And I I'm cool with that. They're almost the same thing. I think so. Yeah, yeah they're pretty they're much the same thing. I think we did uh, um, Cookie Monster, Paula Deen, and Miss Piggy. So to uh, to go for our mid roll here on our Audible podcast, our Audible book club. Um, if you go to audibletrial.com slash lost and subscribe, you get a free month of Audible and a free audiobook on us. And why not try out this Paula Deen? And yeah, it ain't all about the cooking. A memoir. A memoir. And here, we're going to do a dramatic reading from Paula Deen's It Ain't All About, all about the Cooking, a memoir. Here we go. <clears throat> I need to flex here. I need to stretch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got to need to get up, ready. You need to, need to physically and mentally get ready. Mm, a warning. I cannot manage. I cannot believe I wrote myself this long. I didn't write this. This is actually a passage from the book, so bear with me. You may be a little shocked at some of the language in this book, but that's another weakness of mine. I tell people who come to my cooking class that sometimes I can be a little body. And I sure hope that don't upset them, but I'm sure my father's daughter, and I'm banking on one thing. I'm not budging on this. My God has a sense of humor. Even if what I say has a four-letter word in it, I think you'd want me to laugh. What's in my heart is not irreverence, but a full knowledge that God's laughing to. Mm-hmm. Butter. <laughs> 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 I can't believe I managed to get all the that way was, through that. That was that was that uh, was and um, that is uh, that is an excerpt from yep. Paula Dean. It ain't all about the cooking. A memoir found on Audible.com. Go to AudibleTrial.com/lost and to get your own version of the book. Do you know if uh, if Paula Dean reads for herself? <laughs> I was waiting for you to go further with that. I, I, do you know if Paula Dean <laughs> reads? <laughs> just reads. <laughs> <laughs> she can. She, you know, have can, you been on the Twitter recently? Has anyone been talking about whether Paula Dean learned? Yeah, does she know how to do this? She's she's learned to sort of write, apparently. Or, since, since her last butter overdose, yeah, she's or, <laughs> she's learned to at least dictate to somebody to, to, to write her memoirs. Chicken butter one, and then there's just like a whole page of just like eating butter, like sound effects, chomp, chomp, chomp. She has, she, no, she has two assistants in one giant room. It's like a blackboard, except she doesn't have chalk. She just scrawls in the walls with sticks of butter. And yeah. someone writes it down as fast as she scrawls it, and someone goes behind her and wipes it down as she runs the square yeah. of the room. Because you want to get that brilliance out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got some brilliance. <laughs> <laughs> some butter, some brilliance. All right. All right. Um, as fun as that was, and as fun as we hope that you enjoyed that, we uh, we honestly do hope you go to, uh, you know, 
pot, uh, the potable. Yeah. The audible, <laughs> audible. audible.com or audibletrial.com. And, uh, and you sign up because we're, uh, we're looking to buy some new equipment. We're maybe even thinking about doing a spinoff podcast. And the only way we're going to be able to do it because funds are tight is if you subscribe and help us out. So, um, yeah, I mean, at the very least, I mean, you get a free audiobook. It's never bad. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much Audible will like this, but you could always just do it and cancel. <laughs> <laughs> I think we weren't supposed to say that, but let's just assume this is the one where but they don't listen. But you shouldn't. <laughs> but you shouldn't. It's like, yeah. Why Audible? Yeah. Well, kids, you can always just shoot heroin and have the greatest time of your life. And never do it but again. But you shouldn't. You shouldn't. Yeah. It's okay if you say something and then say you shouldn't. Oh, well, there goes our sponsor. Well, <laughs> thank you, Audible, for being with us this far. Your sponsorship. All right, we're going to move into web droppings. All right. Web dropping. All right, this week's first web dropping, Jira, is yours. And yeah. I have not read this at all, so I'm going to lean on you for this one hard. Yeah, you know, this Well, it's, it's this one's pretty short. Um, and I, you know, I it's funny. I, I feel like I could almost create a whole new segment purely out. And that's why I even typed in the, the show notes this week's poo-related story because yeah, last week there was a poo-related story and I think probably, I'm guessing, four out of five of our podcasts, I come to the table with you, some you, poo. You bring a lot of poo to the table. So, uh, potluck. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So a man uh, walks into a British bank and this is really all I have about the story. And he he, he walks in and, and goes, and goes like, alright, here's a bank and he poops on the floor it says several times, which is impressive to me. And then before calmly walking out. He, like, announces he pooped. Uh, I don't know if he announced he pooped. It just says here, uh, Barclays Bank uh, branch in England was closed temporarily after a man strolled in wearing shorts and flip-flops around lunchtime on Friday and deposited multiple poops on the floor. This was not this past Friday the 4th, but the, the, the Friday before that. The quote-unquote, well-to-do customer apparently wasn't interested in banking when he walked into the branch in handovers around lunchtime on Friday. (laughs) Customer Gareth McCarthy saw the determined dumper. He didn't say anything at all, but you can tell... What? He he didn't say anything at all. Uh, He he didn't... He he didn't say... He didn't... Oh, hold on a second. Where's British? Where's where's British person? Uh, uh, I didn't say anything at all. Yeah, no, that's still Australian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like you that you're working your he way through this. He didn't tie anything at all. Well, you could tell from his face that he looked angry. McCarthy said, according to the Daily Star, I wasn't really paying attention until I noticed a foul but unmistakable smell. I looked at the guy, and he was just calmly walking around the bank, going to all the areas he could. So no, he didn't say anything. He walked in and was like, poop, and then uh, pooped on the bank stairs. After Did he, he get arrested? Did he get caught? Any updates? Uh, I mean, all, all I'm said, just, I'm riding this ride. I'm curious. Yeah, no, it, all, all it says here is I've, I have no idea who that guy is and why he covered the bank with excrement, but he didn't look ill. He just, oh my God, that's an exaggeration. Yeah. Covered the bank with excrement. He, he pooped in two places. He pooped on the floor and they do, they do show people, you know, picking up poop and then he pooped on the stairs. They show people picking up poop. So if you go to this link, there's photos of people with like sanitary napkins. There's like SWNS.com with like a caution wet floor thing. Uh, it, maybe it's a stock photo. Can you type it? <laughs> <laughs> I've been a stock photo of people uh, awesome. picking up poop. Uh, no, so that, that happened in, in England and 
I mean, we haven't had a good, a good England story in a long time, I guess. No, and we haven't and, had a good England accent in a long time, too, either. Oh, Jesus Christ. I can't do it after Australia, because Australia and England is just, just close enough, and and, uh, and I've got a... I've got All a, like, right. You pooped yeah. on the floor. You dirty fucking... I don't know. What's See? A, what's a good, Perfect. What's, a good, ex, what's Wanker. a good accent? Wanker? Is that, that wanker's a word? Wanker, trying to think yeah. of like British slang. Yeah, like. wanker would be like a like a Lordy like door. I walked into the bank and I met I can't do it. I can't maintain it. I can try. Like I, I like to flex my like muscles for yeah. doing accents. No, it's good. It's, it's good. It's good practice. I used to be able to do one, and then I, I started doing an Australian accent because we hang out with Bruce Bruce a lot. Yeah, and I was just no, like, it's ruining so it, us. It's, and every time he's around, I like I like to like jam. Maybe out if and, I knew this yeah. was a story ahead of time, like if I hadn't gotten in it to this afternoon, I would have like yeah. worked on accenting. Yeah, I. Well, I walked into the bank. See, I feel like when I do that, walked, even that one sentence, into, it doesn't feel. Oh, uh, right. you know, you just do it as a beetle. I walked into the bank. Well, I walked into the bank. I was trying to do it as a woman. It was it was quite clear what he was doing. I dropped. He was just his calm, but. Ang- angry look on his face. Dropping a Ringo. And as he walked around, leaving special deposits of Ringo on the floor, McCarthy said. And then, as calmly as he walked in, he, he left. Scouted an hour on earth what just happened. Stench was unreal. I like it. And you actually, yeah. you, you just saved your own ass. There. there. Well, you know, I think that was actually, I was telling you earlier, I watched the uh, Dana Carvey show recently, all six episodes they had on Crackle. Yeah, it's not that and, uh, and they And of course, he did the uh, uh, Beatles Lost Memories. And he would do the like the of course the Paul McCartney. Oh, ones. Like, yeah. and, I, and I looked over at Ringo and he was going jibbity jib jim jam. And I looked over at John and he was going oh lippity do ba do. So that was in there. Oh, yeah, Dan you just do. Show. You can always just do some uh, some some Beatles. I forgot about just going straight to Beatles. All right, next story. All right, Georgia man shoots himself in the dick and doesn't notice. Oh, um. Here, I, what, if there's one thing I'm gonna notice, it's gonna be something with my dick. I now, mean, I, a fly fucking lands on my dick, brushes across it, I notice it. No, it's like maybe, oh, is someone trying to blow me? Maybe. Exactly. It's a sensitive nope. area. There are more nerves in the head of the dick than in any other part of your body, yeah. including your fingertips, I believe, yes. which are the most tactile part of your body. Mm-hmm. You may not be able to read Braille with your dick, but trust me, if someone mm. hits it or touches it, you know fast <laughs> guess what first empty promise of this show i'm gonna try to read braille with my dick you're gonna be on so many atm cams it's <laughs> <laughs> gonna be so many shady black yeah. and white photos of you just yeah. rubbing your cock this next uh, this next web dropping comes straight from montpelier jeremiah someone, johnson someone asked that recently like why do uh why do atms have braille and this is an old joke maybe two years ago that i had heard i'm like well it's not a joke they really do have braille and yeah. i had to think about it. i'm like well you know, no one drives up to an ATM blind. First of all, people walk up to ATMs. Yeah, and I, I, I walk the, the ATM, ATM displays are the same ones in banks as they are at drive-ins. Yes, so it makes perfect sense. Yeah, but, it's not like they—they're not going to like produce an entirely separate ATM. But before you go off on your adventure, they all have cameras. Oh, all I know of that. Them. They, so I mean, bring some black spray paint. Oh, but I wonder—do they tell you in spray them out? Do they tell you in Braille that there are cameras? Because I noticed that there's a sign oh. saying these are monitored. Hell, uh, like smile, you're on camera. You're right. Ooh, so would if a blind, blind man person that could only Braille that could only tell like read Braille wrong by his dick? Could, could he get away with it? Because, the because cam- he's like, I didn't know I was being called. Well, call. Although I don't, I don't know I like if I don't know idea. I was being filmed as a very good would hold up in court. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why'd you jerk off all, all over the keyboard? I didn't I know, know it was being filmed. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, um, rather anyway, than go so. into the uh, the nit- nitty-gritty of the story, what I'm going to do is actually read 
the entire police document on this incident. Okay. It's not that long. Don't worry. It won't go on that long. Yeah. Um, D. Martin was despat- uh, dispatched. Wait, D. Martin? <laughs> D. It doesn't oh, say the D. first name. Oh. It says Oh, <laughs> it'd be fun. I would like it if his name was actually D. Actually, Martin. no. On the above date, I, comma, D, comma, Martin. Okay. Was dispatched to Martin blank. D. They're fuzzing some things out to Martin keep certain. D, maybe? I don't know. Yeah. At the med center in reference to a self-inflicted gunshot wound. I arrived and made contact with complaint Mr. Aisha Lanthler, who stated that on 6-12-14, while at Sunoco, located at blank, between 2130 and 2145, he had shot himself in his penis while holstering his 45 cal semi-automatic pistol while seated in the driver's seat of his friend's blue Ford Explorer, while his friend Austin Wold was sitting in the passenger seat. He states that he parked in the parking spaces to the right of the entrance doors of Sunoco. He contends that he immediately drove to his other friend's house, who was the vehicle owner, a Michelle Hall in Lake Wildwood. And he states that he went inside and he took off his pants and saw that he had shot himself in the penis and that the bullet had exited out of his buttocks. Hmm. The spent round fell out of his pants and onto the floor as he pulled off his shorts. He laid down on the couch and then his friend Michelle drove him to Calcium Northside Hospital. Blah, 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 blah. So... Did he, I do that? He literally went to holster his gun after getting out of a convenience store, shot himself in the dick through his ass, didn't realize he had done it, Maybe drove you... to a friend's house, and I love the fact that when they said he pulled down his shorts, the spent casing... Yeah. <laughs> just fucking, like, rolled out. I also just, like, he... Ah, man, like... I, I, maybe he was just too embarrassed like he showed up and just like he didn't want to be like yeah somebody shot dick all over your car I don't know why it was there and uh sorry about that just how do you shoot yourself in the penis and not like like we were talking about scream bloody murder you know what I mean or just scream holy shit I shot my dick I just I guess scream I, like yeah. that's your Ah. I'm guessing. Uh, on, I wonder if he was on drugs, but the police report said nothing about him. You would think that would be substances. a part of it, like oh, like drunk Georgia man, blah blah blah. You know? Yeah. All right. Um. I, yeah, I have nothing more to say about this yeah. except fucking a. Uh, you have the next story. Oh yeah. Uh, it's drunk Georgia man <laughs> claims dog drove him to the store. Uh, so this is about Georgia as well. I like the uh, the little um, the, the the comedy. That's why I'm surprised. I'm, I'm guessing because this one says, and this was about a a guy being drunk and saying a dog drove him somewhere. I'm guessing if uh, somebody shoots themselves in the dick and was drunk, they'd say drunk Georgia man shoots self in dick yeah. and doesn't notice. True. So yeah. So in this case, um, this 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 man was he went to the store and was he, he was found well actually i guess they found the dog in the car which was bad and he was intoxicated and clearly drove to the store to you know for whatever reason and he was trying to get off of the doi charge by saying probably a good you know proof that you're drunk that he was driven there by his dog to buy some corn so it was dick was it his idea to buy the corn or the dog's yeah, I'm wondering, he was the dog like, and 
And he's like, well, I'm too fucking wasted to go to the store and buy some corn. The dog's like, raw rye And then he's like, <laughs> like, driving my best to do the store. Find some corn. Yes, I will. Won't get in trouble for this, will I? And then the guy's like, all right, I'll go to the store and buy some corn. Can't get, nothing can go wrong here. You stay in the car, little buddy. Man's best friend. I'm going to go buy her some corn. He's like, shoop be doop be doo going to buy this corn. Yep, check out. Because we all know do- dogs and love corn. They do. They absolutely they love all, corn. Obviously. Yeah. And then, you, then, you, then what, what have you? Come back out and the fucking police isn't even asking. Didn't even ask the dog. Didn't even interrogate the dog. We don't get the dog side of the story. Like, we me. Or I was driving my rasher to the store to get some corn. And then, I, and, uh, wait, that could have been Paula Dean. No, it could have been. Jesus Christ. All right. So, you know, drunk Georgia man. Uh, uh, not, but you know, didn't shoot his dick off, but. No, it's not nearly as cool because he didn't lose his dick. I mean, at least in this, like, driving incident, he should have, like, you know, careened his pickup truck into a ditch and had, like, the door slammed down his cock. And, yeah. And I think that would have been slightly better. But, and th- in oh this well. case, I mean, but I'm curious, like, I don't know if I've ever been drunk enough. I know Do I've never been corn? drunk enough. Well, no, not even just that, to. to Ever assume that I'm going to be able to trick a cop by saying my dog drove me? Like, honestly, I'd walk out and see the cops and be like, oh, shit. And then fucking be just like, walk away. Yeah. And maybe they could run your place or something to be like, oh, uh, I guess I must my have. My dog stole it. my truck. And, you know, then, okay, may, and maybe <laughs> you'll be. Blame your dog still. <laughs> yeah, you can still blame it and be like, oh, my dog. He stole my but at truck. least you don't get the DUI show. Yeah. You know, you get like, uh, you know, abandoning your vehicle or I something. I taught him and, to shake and it was all downhill from then. He just keeps fucking with my TiVo. Yeah, so this the, the the sergeant actually responded to the call about the dog being locked in the car. So because it was really hot outside, which is ter- terrible, but the guy obviously was drunk and, and thinking purely about corn. And the dog, I mean, I guess if the dog drove, wouldn't he leave the car idling and you know maybe have the AC on? But I guess not, you know. But um, all right, I have an equally uh, stupid human story. All right, um, and I love bringing these to the table, just like the last two um, stupid people. Just basically make the last half hour show. We talked smart at the beginning part. Make a few comments. We talk smart. We talk smart. We talk about those those exhausts that put out them chemicals. That, I like that, talk that, smart. That fight Obama. <laughs> Fuck Obama. But um, yeah, this story um, it's actually pretty easy, pretty short. Um, drug football. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently in prison you're allowed to play football. Um, gotta love the. Well, yeah, you've, you've I've seen the you know like outside in the yard people. Uh, toss that movie football. with Adam Sandler. Yeah. And, they play football in the yeah fucking in the yard or yeah, whatever fucking it's in the yard the, the the longest fucking yard yeah yeah the longest yeah the longest oh fucking no no yard. it's a uh, uh, fucking in prison at the blue lagoon yeah no uh, yeah it's, uh, I'm so bad with movie titles it's oh no no it's it's um, um it's, the, it's, the Matrix uh, in your ass Batman fuck Superman ah uh, yeah in prison because they both got in trouble and went to prison Dawn of prolapse fucking, and now they're fucking and stuffing football that we done this. Yes, Batman, Batman fucks Superman. Dawn of prolapse. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Pick up that asshole. It's Uh-oh. on the floor again. Done. Drop my asshole. Why is there a bobber attached to it? So if in water, it floats back up. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. All right, so drug footballs. Yeah. Um, apparently, a 22-year-old Michigan man got in trouble recently. When he filled a football with drugs and cell phones and tried throwing it over the walls of a penitentiary during a, I don't know, prison time football skirmish 
longest yard style moment. Yeah. Hoping it would just blend in with the play and like they get the football and be like, Yo, go, 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 mine. Oh, now, go. now I need to go take this pass. I'm just going to stuff this up my ass and go inside for yeah. a little while. Yep. Um, oh, so, two footballs for some reason now. Now, did you read this story at all? I did, yeah. Okay, it's very so, short. Yeah. So you read the, the worst part of it all. There's double fence enclosure around prisons in yes. case they hop one fence. They don't want them just running free, so it's a second fence. Yeah, and it takes them, obviously, a lot of time to climb two fences, and enough time for people to notice and fucking get you. When he threw this football with all these drugs and cell phones in it to get inside the prison, it made his, it over arm, one, his right? arm wasn't that good. He, nope. uh, he only made it over one fence. It ended up in between the two guard fences. Yeah. Well, he probably practiced throwing the football, but forgot to practice when it was filled with drugs and cell phones. It's probably a little heavier, yeah. filled with drugs and cell like, phones. I don't want to practice with the real ones. So I don't yeah, want to break it, those it, drugs it, and cell phones. Uh, yeah, it doesn't get like quite the the yeah. loft on it, so it just fell between the fences. Yeah, and um, because it's a prison, there's guards watching. Yeah, I'm guessing there are people. Yeah, there there's that, people watching that will <laughs> that will take care of that. Um, I'm pretty sure he's now inside playing football with, yeah. a, <laughs> with a not drug filled yeah. and cell phone filled. <laughs> Fucking football. Actually, like, it'd be really ironic if they sent him to a completely different prison so he couldn't even be near his friends. Yeah. Because huh. obviously he knew these people. Yeah. Well, I'm guessing, yeah. It wasn't just like, hey, kid, want to go fill a football up with some drugs and cell phones? Yeah, I sure. Can't. All right, mister. Sure. Why not? I'm 22. Actually, it throws I, him up. I don't want to belabor this story, but there was a story I caught from our show this week about a woman that actually led police on a high-speed chase. And this is not in your show notes, so don't look for it. Uh, she led them to the prison of her choice. Oh, okay. okay. She, she literally kept the police on a high-speed police chase until, like, what, she got, into, like, until she got to the prison she wanted to be in and then allowed herself to be arrested. It's efficient. I don't think that's how the law yeah. works. No. I, I, don't think, I don't think you go to the prison you're arrested nearest to. Yeah, no, no, no. No, no, no. I mean, she's dumb on a lot of levels. And, and the story, I mean, it didn't make it its way into our notes, but here we're talking about it. But, yeah, it's like this. It's like... You're dumb by getting involved in this period. Like, at what point do you think your life's going well when you're either driving to the pl- prison you want to be in or you're standing <laughs> outside of one trying to lob footballs over the gate? Like, <laughs> at what point did your life go wrong? That's, oh my God. It, uh, actually, that kind of reminds me of a, to do a little bit more tangentially, there was actually something I really wish existed. Um, I was watching The Onion is one of the greatest things ever, of course. And the uh, there was an onion... Um, Video, you know, onion slash article slash video about the um, the uh, st- they were doing this fake little bit about how Facebook was now going to had a new feature where it looked through your profile and told you the exact point in history where your life went awry, it went wrong. Oh it's, my it's, god, yeah. that would actually be yeah. awesome. And it's funny because I was watching the whole thing and I was like. One, Facebook has the fucking amount of data to probably do that because mm-hmm. they're like, oh, you know, it's an algorithm that goes through your pictures and determines like when you, you know, Look determines for sad the, faces and, the, the, yep. and stuff. And, and you can even match it up with other people to uh, kind of compare yourself. That'd be, that'd be kind of amazing. But literally look for negative words. Sad mm-hmm. faces and pictures. Yep. And maybe even well, and even like drinking lapses, and, and like stuff like that, like and in, lapses in pictures and posting. Yep. And, like and breaks, big breaks in posting. It's 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 amazing how genius oh, these these onion article folks are because the the, the people hackers probably working on that right now. Well, and they even had it like oh, and you can even compare the graph against uh, you know your friends, so you can tell. See, I've just compared this against a friend I went to high school with, and I'm very happy that his life went sour way before mine. Well, this like kind of goes hand in hand with that. When I was doing show research today, I was looking at various uh, internet-y type weird things, and I stumbled upon something that I thought was a little too risque for our show. 
But basically, I stumbled upon a porn site. And I know that's not hard to do. There's tons of them. But the, yeah. entire, Oops. <laughs> but the entire site was dedicated to pictures of women. You just see, like, normal pictures of them, like, waving to their parents and stand there with siblings and all that. And then a series of photos of them, like, sucking guys' dicks and being tied up and all that stuff. And then directly below it, their timeline captured in a perfect rectangle with their actual name, residence, friends pictures, everything. Oh, like so that's it, actually very it, similar. It kind of outed them. Like yeah. I was like, "Holy fuck, that exists!" And I was like, "Is the site like is this one thing on it?" No, it was dedicated to this. There were like women in their seventies, and like, yeah, get some. Like you're in your seventies, fucking bang all you want. Like I hear about all these diseases going through rest homes and stuff. Yeah, but, yeah. But yeah, like it showed like these women and like like them standing on porches and decks and like waving and on the beach. And then below it, like, they time. Their, yeah. their titties out. And then below that, like, their timeline. Like, their actual a clip from the internet of yeah. their, their Facebook profile pic. Their timeline photo. It's like their then, mistake timeline, pretty, essentially. And, like, I, I kind of, I disagree with that 100% outing people. Of course, yeah. Sexual, like, fucking A, that's private. Let them be their way, but. Yeah, even just, in this day and age, it should but, be private. But there's Sorry. no a site for that, like. There's actually a lot of legislation out there. It almost horrifies me if you think about it. And I, I gotta say, I scrolled through it for a little bit, wondering if I'd see someone I knew, but no. Wondering slash, let's hoping, hoping not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, hoping no. So I mean, it's a horrifying thought for any couple that's ever been out there who takes like nude pictures or whatever, or just something risque. Like someone's doing that. They're they're compiling this shit. Well, like, and, and it together, well, and I, it, I just hope it's. There's not actually a lot of legislation going out there, and this is you know uh, related to some of the work that I do, um, government affairs stuff, and it, it is interesting to see how legislation is trying to keep up with the you know personal the social side of things as well as the you know taxable side of things and the new net neutrality side of things as far as that goes because there's actually a lot of revenge porn quote unquote legislation where it's actually heard protecting people. Yeah. Like uh, and actually, it was recently. Uh, maybe it was even it's over. From, I think overseas, uh, where they um, Britain was the first country to work on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. Well, and and even they they actually even went a little. There, there was somebody that went a, like even a little too far. Where like um, I guess you you essentially like upon. I think it maybe is only upon divorce, but it's upon like you know separation, you pretty much have to prove that you've destroyed all of this this stuff. And then if it ends up on the internet, I can understand if it ends up on the internet, there should be something you could do. Because let's face it, you can get arrested for defaming somebody's character, like, in a lot of ways. But mm. there's no real legislation out there, or there ha wasn't until a lot of this was To throw tackled. up a porn video of someone because yeah, you broke be up like, with them. Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, how many sites would probably go down, like, ex-girlfriend, granted half that shit's fake anyway, but like, yeah, right. post your you know videos oh my god everybody's a really professional pornographer apparently yeah yeah, yeah. Nice oh my HD god you're really good at your you know <laughs> everybody lighting. owns like thirty five hundred dollar cameras and has a friend to fucking shoot their porno video yeah. but there are you know there are a lot of those amateur things out there that people are just like fuck you i'll fucking post my pictures up and they're out there and the second you they're out there they're out there you almost you have try to shut them the, down you almost have the one of the porn lobbies not putting through this legislation to shut down those sites specifically because porn is all industry made yeah but the big thing right now is amateur. And amateur is number one free content. Yep. No one's paying for it. No one's producing it. Nothing. It's just it gets shot, it gets thrown online. And people are watching that instead of the high glossy yep. version that 
start that actually costs money and they're yeah and it's come through all the way to today you know and i i'm, I'm gonna actually skip my last uh web dropping to to go into just this little, another little part of a tangent when we're talking about this pornography i was reading recently the bank of america um did you read this i almost threw it in as part of it, 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 it this was actually from back in like april but there's um there's new uh, stories coming out about it um from proof or whatever bank of america shut down just sent a bunch of uh porn stars these notices saying they were just shutting down their accounts or maybe it was chase i can't remember but why um because they, and actually it was tegan presley one of the this porn porn star who um no it, it was chase that's what it was so, so chase their credit cards um and banks uh said like sent it actually finally sent this woman uh tegan presley a letter saying you are uh in uh in a a big figure in the adult industry, and we don't want to be affiliated with you. Tegan, is that that brunette who went to the college prom last year with his the no, senior? No, no, uh, uh, no. That's Tegan Tate. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, There's only so many Tegans in this world. Yeah. So when I heard that name, like I remember that was Tegan all... Press is like a blonde. She was no. This yeah. is a story that I almost covered on our show during like our first two episodes because she had gone to the prom previously yes. and got a lot of flack for it. Like people were pissed off that this porn star brought a boy to prom because boo sex. But she was like yeah. 19 and he was 18, so yeah. it's not even weird. Like no, and she's just still just a person and a. Well, Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ, yeah. She makes her money doing something that not everyone does. So, Guess you know, what? To me, that sounds like easy money. Ha! <laughs> oh, oh! Bing, bang, bong! Shippity-bang, splap! I like kind of like the last couple of shows we've gone out on really weird tangents that weren't supposed to be there. We should probably cut our web droppings down because I feel like the normal six we do never pans out No, it's usually four with a bunch of tangents at the end, yeah. So, I like that. This is near the end of the show. Um, I think we should probably talk about what's coming up in the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like our listeners, should this be your first episode ever, go back, listen to the old ones. We had some great interviews. We had uh, Mike Zapsick on about yep. two episodes ago. Uh, before that, we had Andrew McElfresh from Education with Kevin Smith. We also had uh, the creator of Bunny Man. Um, yes. Creator, we- writer, director. Yes. Uh, we also had someone worked on Marvel's Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. and we are not going to let you guys down again. Um, this is episode, what, 22? Yes. Uh, look for, in episode 23, the crossover episode on our end with the Nerdpocalypse mm-hmm. podcast, and one more after that is a normal episode, and then number 25, be ready for this. We have someone from the movie Troll 2. Yes. We uh, we don't do we want to announce the name or do we want to make this mysterious? Maybe next week we announce the name. It is somebody from, from Troll, Troll 2. Two, IMDb's worst movie ever made. Yep, Troll Two, which spawned the documentary video, the worst movie ever made, which yeah, is actually yeah. got best, high it's the best worst movie, best worst movie, which is awesome. And this this person that we have on the show may or may not have created and spawned that documentary. If that gives you the um, clue that you need to figure may out or may not have been in troll 2 but definitely was um and definitely was the pretty much the creator of the best worst movie documentary essentially so you pretty stay, much know who we're talking about but yeah, you could yeah, yeah, but yeah it's essentially awesome. stay tuned in the next couple weeks we have the nerd apocalypse next week a regular show the next week and then we have special. troll 2 special interview yes. and a special episode we think we're working on something we don't know episode we'll oh oh yeah forgot to tell you i lined up on twitter on episode 28 I am doing a live uh, fuck fest with Ben Affleck. 
Nice. Yeah, it's just going to be me pounding his ass and just him going, yeah. Oh, yeah, I played that superhero, a couple of them. Remember Daredevil? Nope. Okay, and, how and, about Batman? And while you're fucking him in the ass, just give me the trigger. Where's the trigger? <laughs> Where's the trigger? Yep. As you pound him away. Yeah. And he goes, Jersey Girl was good. Jersey Girl was good. <laughs> we all love our J-Lo died at the beginning. <laughs> Who doesn't love dead J-Lo? All right, so... Uh, Let's end the show with our sponsor. Let's go to audibletrial.com backslash lost. Uh, get a free month of audible.com and a free audiobook. Maybe that Paula Dean book that sounded yeah. so enticing earlier. Uh, Kevin Smith book we mentioned last week. Yeah. Like, uh, anything, really. The Strain, Leftovers, Game of Thrones. Also, uh, find... One of their other 150,000 times. Yeah, true. Uh, find us at the Lost at Home on Twitter and... Yeah. At Sonic Jalopy. That's me... Jeremiah, I haven't done anything for a while, but I will promise to start doing some crazy stuff. You should. Yeah. And also dick go to... Dick pics, uh, dick pics, dick pics. <laughs> also go to uh, Facebook <laughs> um, at the Lost at Home Podcast, and you can find us on YouTube at the Lost at Home Podcast, and actually you probably drop the the on both of those, but you'll find it, trust me. Yeah, look, Lost at Home and do some shit. Yeah, know. tune in next week for us uh, doing our crossover episode with the Nerdpocalypse. Yeah. Um, Jay and Micah have been so nice to be on, and uh, we're actually yep. going to be crossing over with them on their show in the next couple weeks. Yeah, so. if you recall, we, we had we had beef for a while. We had some serious beef. podcast wars. It was it was serious, but we've we've, mm. we've made up, and we're, we're finally... podcast war. Oh, that's Jay. Mm. No, Micah. Mm. Ah, my name's Micah. Micah, you were Micah. Yeah, that's right. I like oh. butter. <laughs> oh, this is Jay. You can't wait for the next podcast to go to me. Oh, dear. I can't wait to talk to you like that later this week. Oh, jeez, Louise. I dropped my pencil. All right. Uh, love you guys. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening. Keep up with us. Have a week.
uh, don't be sad or scared at all. And even if you uh, can't recall, uh, you're, you're perfect in the way that you are. Even if you're looking bizarre Even 